This week's episode of Bungalower on the Bus is sponsored by Tour de Fat. Presented by Fat Tire, Tour de Fat is a music-filled day of fun at the Orlando Amphitheater featuring Jamestown Revival. The party starts at 4 in the afternoon this Saturday. In costume, they're highly encouraged. Tour de Fat Stop benefits Orlando's coolest makerspace, Factor. Get your tickets now. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm Biff, Brendan O'Connor's hot brother. Biff? No, I'm Brendan O'Connor. I got a cold. Please excuse the deep voice. I like the deep voice. Like, it sounds kind of sexy, It's actually. like the polar opposite of how I normally speak. How long have <laughs> you been sick? Uh, a few days. Are you going to get me sick? Party hard. I said only if we make out. Uh, <laughs> well, then yes. <laughs> only if you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, this is Bungalow on the Bus. We talk all about the cool parts of Orlando. What are the cool parts? Downtown Orlando. Downtown. The college, his, college Park. College Park. Uh, Soto. YOLO. Uh, <laughs> Winter Park, Winter, kind of. Kind it's not of, really Orlando, but it's kind of. We we, we sucked it in. It. We so we have to talk about it. Yeah, it's where the rich people live. Uh, That's true. Mills Fifty, Mills Fifty, Bald, Baldwin Park, Ivanhoe Village, all those things where all the Ivan hoodlums live. That's right. Uh huh. And all actually, those. we are we are at Factor as what's, well. What's I know Factor? Well, Factor is the coolest makerspace in all of Orlando. It is. And uh, <laughs> we're here today. This is, um, you know, we're recording here and, and they're having a big event this weekend that is going to be exciting. It's out at the Orlando Amphitheater. We talked a little bit about it at the beginning of this. So. Tour, tour de fat. Tour de fat. It's like my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the people driving by my house. Yeah. Have you, been, have you ever been out to the Orlando Amphitheater? Uh, at the Central Florida, I've been at the fairgrounds. At the fairgrounds, yeah. Well, yeah. they built like a big amphitheater out there. Amphitheater, a- amphitheater, amphitheater. <laughs> I say amphitheater, amphitheater. I don't know. Maybe we're wrong. You're probably right. I'm from a different country. That's true. Uh, I have been out there. I was there for nude night. Really? But, yeah. But not the amphitheater. Amph- not the actual amphitheater. amphitheater. <laughs> no. I, uh, I was there. I saw it when they built it. I was there when they were building it. Okay. It's a cool place. I. It must be if they're having some cool stuff at it. Yeah. So yeah. What, so so what is this tour to fat thing? It's a it's a day of music, but like I said, Jamestown revivals there. There's vaudeville acts. They want you to dress up. It's gonna be a fun day. All right, it's then it's benefiting the tickets benefit factor factor. Some of it does, the which is a tool sharing, cool manufacturing spot. You can build a robot here. You People build, have yeah, three D printing, uh, yeah. laser cutting stuff. We talked about them last time because they were. Uh, hosting, helping us host our first ever bungalow or bazaar. That's true. The bazaar, bazaar. That's true. On Virginia Drive. So which, we're here today. We're 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 here at Factor. So uh, yeah. come check this place out if you've never been. They're actually going to be closing since we're talking about Virginia Drive. They're going to be closing it for three days. Three days. Yeah. No, this, not going to happen. <laughs> from June June second. What's happening today? Until right. June fifth. Oh, gee, so, all weekend? All weekend. They couldn't pick a weekday? <laughs> I know, man. 9 p.m. until uh, 5 a.m. Monday. Where are the brunchers going to go uh, on Saturday? You got to go How around. How are going to get to Santiago's Bodega? You got you to gotta go down uh, Brookhaven. So it's just a section of, of Virginia that's going to be affected from the yard. What are they doing here, Brendan? They're they're redirecting where Alden, Alden Road is, the okay. little back street. Yeah. Where it connects to Virginia. That's where they're going to move the new street to when they build the yard. moving the, the whole yard. street? How do you a whole do street. that? They're just <laughs> rebuilding it. They're just going to rebuild a whole new stretch uh, so that it just connects right there and make it go on an angle. Taking the bricks out? 
bricks there. Yeah, they've already actually piled up a lot of the bricks. No way. On the way. <laughs> Redone. <laughs> so, yeah, it's being shifted over. This is part of it, but they have to like do underground utilities and so they're going to So wait, a minute, let me get this straight. It takes Bumby a year yes. to get done. It takes Virginia Drive 3 days. 3 because it's a it's less than a block. Okay. Of what they're doing. So right. in that, you can't go over the it's basically where the railroad tracks are. You can't drive over the tracks. Okay. So yeah. this weekend, don't come to Virginia and if you do, park your way and walk. And park yeah, you go up Brookhaven and then you can pop over. Like you can still get to Tension Brewing, you can still get to Santiago's. Um but it'll be a little bit more difficult to get to hideaway. It's going to be hidden away. Yeah. Hideaway's like hidden away. Uh, so yeah, that's your, your public service announcement, but there's, it's been Thank kind you, of Brandon. a slow week. This it week. has been a little bit of a slow week. We were at fringe for the last two weeks. And so that's why I can't to, talk anymore. I was it, screaming at boylesque dancers well, all why day. Are you screaming? I was just really excited. Really? I'm a, I'm a screamer. It was a, <laughs> it was a fun time, but we, we missed a few things because of it. We didn't talk at all. I don't think about, the opening of Volcano Bay and, and Avatar Land. No, which is crazy. Which is technically not the coverage area of Bungalow. Or, no, but it's a volcano in Avatar Land. And you're so. allowed to go out there if you live in downtown Orlando. Yeah, we're regional. Yeah. You know, Orlando is. Bungalow are not so much, but yeah. we're very hyper-focused on so our So where do you want to start? News. You want to start with volcanoes or you want to start with Pandora? Clearly volcanoes, right? Let's, yeah. Yeah, let's do volcanoes. Are you going to go to the... So neither of us, full disclosure... Neither of us were invited, invited. to the grand opening. <laughs> Which is a little sad, uh, Universal. Would you have went? Yeah, I would really? have gone in my short shorts. Yeah. I would have, I've got short shorts just folded up waiting waiting for me to go there. Back in the day when I was a WESH 2 reporter, I would have been, would have there, been there covering it. In the front line. Now, now not so much. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'd totally love to go. We have a whole man-made beautiful volcano. It's true. A little park. It looks gorgeous. Yeah, no, it looks great. I know when uh, I did a little bit of reporting on this last year, All the, they have these bracelets yeah. called Tapu Tapu. Which sounds like appropriation. Well, right, <laughs> that, that's <laughs> cultural appropriation. Well, you gotta you gotta think of something. You just can't call it the the bracelet. No, I think it's really clever. But they, uh, but yeah, you don't have to wait in line. You just tap, you tap it, then it tells you when to come back, and you get to ride the thing. Tap it and ride it. That's right. I think that sounds no. awesome. There's come a, on. Is there a lazy river? I, I'm sure there is. There's got to be, right? Wave pools. Wave pools. There's like 18 slides or something like 18 that. 18 slides. Say there's 18 and no lines. Well, I I haven't been out there. You're not supposed to have lines, right. but I don't know how that's possible. It's, we have a, like a lineup culture here in Orlando. True, there's probably a line to get onto the line or to get your tapu tapu. Yeah, to I'm get sure there's tapped. a line there somewhere. A yeah, queue, as they call it, <laughs> the, Brits. the Brits. Uh huh. Well, yeah. uh, they didn't win. <laughs> so too bad. But it looks fun. I, I'm sure I'll make it out there at some point. Don't know when. Don't know how. But well, let's go together. All right. All right. Do I have to wear short, short shorts. shorts too? Yeah. I want to wear. Show off your I pins. Go out there. I want to wear one of the onesies. 1920s bathing attire. I'll wear it too. I look good in stripes. I want striped. Yeah. Like like uh, tank top and shorts. Like the dad from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm there. I think I think we should do that. I hey man, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I love you. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm there. Um, so that opened, but the ticket to that is is similar to the price, I believe, of a ticket to the other two. Oh well, hopefully after this, we'll get media tickets. Maybe, we'll right? <laughs> We're <laughs> probably we, not we need media tickets. Now they're just going to keep us out. <laughs> tap, we'll 
tap you, tap you, <laughs> Universal. We'll go to. I would say we'll go to Wet and Wild, but they knocked that down. <laughs> they did. We're gonna end up at Rainbow River <laughs> on a Coco Key, a Coco Key, a greasy tire <laughs> floating down, looking sad. You know, Orlando, does Orlando have a public pool? There's some, right? Yeah, there's lots of public Where? pools. There's one in Colonial Town. Oh, really? That's the closest one to us. Can I go? Uh, yeah, I don't think you have to live there. I think you can just use the really? pools. The hours are weird. I don't. I don't technically live in Orlando. Will they still let me in? Yeah, I think you're fine. Really? I don't think they check your license. They might. I've never used my it. license. Says I live in Orlando. Just my my deed to my address. house does not. Uh, yeah, because you're like in that weird pocket of Orange County. Oh, I just haven't changed college my license. Park. That's all. Uh, well, that's poor planning. It's true. Now, you, now you have a goal. <laughs> it's like Twenty dollars. So I'm not going to go there for that. <laughs> Old man. I'll just wait till I lose uh, it. Well, but you must not want to go swimming. I just feel like they should have a lot of pools. I think the city should have more pools. There, are, there's most. I actually think there's like a pool every district. Every neighborhood has its own community center. Okay, I guess college generally park does, but the college pools. park one's like for lap swimming. Well, this this is like a pool. It's like a lounging pool. The one that I'm thinking of in Colonial Town is really nice. Okay, maybe the uh, one in College Park you can swim at, but I feel like well, like like have fun swimming, not I, just lap I swimming. I feel like it's not open on the weekends. Oh, that's dumb. I feel like city is there a diving pools board? have no. I is there don't a water know. I can't slide? remember. I can't remember. No, I don't think so. There was a water slide at the pool that I grew up in Michigan, and it was a public <laughs> pool. It was like four dollars to go, but yeah, it was fun. I had a river. You had a river? In my backyard. I guess there's lakes everywhere here. Everywhere. Never no. jump in a lake. We were just talking about people noodling. <laughs> and looking, looking that's for catfish. That's not making out. That's no. catching catfish catching with Catching catfish. Actually, that's what they call when giraffes kiss each other, right? Noodling? Necking? Oh, necking. Necking. I messed that up. So, wait. We, we, we talked What's about the other one. one? Uh, the Avatar land. Amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of obsessed with the technology side of it. Yeah. In the sense that they've been like, acquiring weird tech stuff. Uh, since it was was announced, this is at Disney. We should say at Disney, Animal Kingdom. If you don't know, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, because um, who's talking about the movies? Nobody. No, we're all you talking. Want, about you want me the, to tell you a secret? Yeah, tell me. Never seen. What? I've never what? seen Avatar. Um, it's like one of the top grossing movies of all time. Like they, five or six, isn't it? If Disney was smart, they would be letting everybody play Avatar for free. Yeah, all across the I've nation just, right I, now. It's not that I don't want to see it. I just. Didn't see it when it came out. I just haven't seen it's it. It's like Dances with Wolves, but everybody's blue. I don't think I've ever seen that either. You've never seen Dances with Wolves? I don't Wolves? think so, no. Oh, my gosh. I've well, seen Last of the Mohicans. I read the book, too. We got a movie marathon coming up. Yes, we got a Kevin Costner. Oh, I love Kevin Costner. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You see his little bum in that movie, too. No, come on. You go skinny dipping. <laughs> Kevin Costner. That fringe has really worn off on you this week. <laughs> I really think it's a cough medicine. <laughs> Wee! But anyway, Avatar Land. Avatar. They have this tech. Sorry. They they acquired this tech where you can touch a plant that's wired. They just like hook a, a little cord up to it. A real plant. And it shocks you. No. <laughs> you can like use it as a remote control. Depending on where you touch it on the plant, it makes it. It sends a frequency cool. back to some computer. And you can like make volume go up or make it go down or like turn on a light by like oh, flicking cool. a little leaf. It's amazing. So that's. I think that has something to do with, like, in the movie, they have bioluminescent plants, and so they're just trying to play with that in the in the land. I think there's two rides there, I want to say. There's two, like, simulators. There's a river one. Yeah. Right? And then there's 
the We're this is why we don't get invited to the fly in the bat things yeah the, the the banshees it starts with an n i thought uh navi navi, yeah. navi is the name of the people yeah oh okay. yeah <laughs> oh, gosh. and uh i think, I think you're right i think banshee's the name of what Something they fly like on well that's just not our beat this isn't our it's beat true. we don't talk it's about true. parks uh, but we're talking about it right but now. There was like, uh, you know I what? Saw I just the- saw this Obama thing. Obama, <laughs> I spoke for Obama. Uh, it's not cool to talk about stuff you don't know about. Oh, and uh, and we're doing it right yeah, now. Yeah, but we wouldn't talk about anything. Though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we know things. But there was like a line to get in. Oh. To there was like a line for the line almost, which is one. crazy because there's never a line for Animal Kingdom. Yeah, which it, is one of my favorite parks. Yeah, no, it's nice there. It's shady, shady, a more spread out. I go there with my brother. We're both uh, illustrators. We'll like set up little pop up chairs and we'll just like paint stuff. Can you just, do that? We do it. Nobody's right. ever. <laughs> they think we're like part of it, like uh. we're Disney animators or something. <laughs> People take our pictures and stuff. Nice. Yeah. And I have to tell them, no, I'm just some gay kid. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, those two places opened last week. We didn't get a chance to talk about it, so we wanted to sort of touch it's on it. It's huge. It's huge. It's going to bring a lot of people down here. Yeah. It's it's a whole new... And then Star Wars is going to open up this summer, too, isn't it? No, Star Wars is years No, ago. Oh, right. I well, I was excited. Away. No, they, heard, they got like 2020, I think. There's like a hotel... Yeah. Like an immersive hotel experience. I, I mean, it's funny because like, I used to be up on all this stuff because it was my job to cover it. And now I don't pay attention as much. I don't I don't get out to Disney like I used to. And you don't shave. And you're I, covered I in, shave today. Covered in you. food. How dare you? Slob. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Sorry. I was looking in a mirror. So let's get back to our, our where we're coming so Back to our beat. Uh, hey, Baldwin Park. What about it? It was just voted a strong town. From who? Not really voted. This group called Strong Towns. No. Uh, <laughs> they they do audits of like cool neighborhoods yeah. around the country. And this guy who was in charge of it came down and, and checked out Baldwin Park because it's supposed to be this example of new urbanism. Okay. Which is like people-centric designed communities. And so he was here and he fell in love with Baldwin Park. And generally he's like a little harsh towards really? new urbanist communities. Because usually they're like... Uh, celebration or seaside and they're they're cool and they're very people centric but they're built in the middle of nowhere yes but baldwin park is very urban it's like two miles away from downtown and it really flows well with the like neighboring neighborhoods yeah no, that's and true, uh he loved of. it he just loved although it. you can tell which neighborhood you're in from one you side can you definitely the other. rich is crazy to me yeah you think they'd at least pay for like lawn care <laughs> on the other sides of the street like how about your neighbor if you want that to flow yeah like baldwin what's lake baldwin lane or um well when you're on the trail there when you're when you're biking it. on katie way right like oh, yeah. one side totally is different. like a million dollar house the other side's like so like ben, is it bennett that goes by uh I always get turned around. Let's 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 be honest. I always get turned around in Baldwin Park. Like I know how to get to I know how to get to Tom and Dan's studio because I go there every now and right. then. But Based if you just Park. like drop me somewhere in Baldwin Park and like, hey, get to Fifth State Road fifty or Colonial, like I, no. I might not be able to tell you how to do it. Eventually I would. Right. It takes a little bit. Or especially if you want to go to like Winter Park. Yeah. I have to get back out to Bennett and then up over yeah, on Lake Baldwin it gets Lane. A confusing yeah, confusing out there. Um I feel yeah. Anyway, so there he was really excited about it. That's cool for Baldwin Park. It looks a little bit more lived in now that it's been around for a few years. How often do you get out there to go to dinner or drink? Ba- I really don't. I don't either. I don't go to Baldwin Park for dinner, even though Sato Sushi and Osprey Tavern are there, and I have been there a number of times. Good food, delicious. 
Uh, I just don't. I feel I feel like I'm entering a space that I'm not welcome in. Really? Which is because of the way that it's been designed facing inwards. Okay. You know, it's not opening to people who are approaching it from the outside. It's true. No, I can see I that. I think. Um, but this guy loved it, which is cool. Great awesome. for Baldwin Park. I've been to Gators. Gators Dockside? Yeah. Yeah. I've been to Gators out there. I've supported them a few times on uh, Uber Eats. Yeah. Uh-huh. If I don't want to go there, <laughs> I'll send somebody else. So he, is he going to move here? Is he coming to move? No, just us? loved it. Kind of put it. us on the map for like architectural people. Uh, actually, in speaking of architectural, uh, the, the city of Winter Park just named the architecture team for the new Winter Park Library. I saw this on your site. Which, <laughs> that's, I think I'm the only person that wrote about it. <laughs> uh, probably one of like the Winter Park voices or something wrote about it too. Uh, David Ajayi. Ajay. Is that right? I say Ajay. Is it like amphitheater? <laughs> <laughs> amphitheater. <laughs> We're not even drinking this episode. Uh, he actually designed the Smithsonian National Museum for African American History in and DC. So they got him to come here and design a library? Our library. That's pretty crazy. It's supposed, this is like, an, it's going to be an award winning, cool, it's like a community center slash library. So they knocking down that library? Are they just putting the I new think Rollins is going to buy it. Okay. Nobody's talking about what's going to happen. Because Where's the new library going? Is it in the park? MLK Park. Okay, that's over near like 1792 and Morse. Is it Denning? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. So um, they're putting a new library over there. Right. Kind of near, like within walking distance of Trader Joe's, sort of. Yeah. Over and that it's way. cool because it's actually, that's like a more higher need neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, so the, the original, the library now is like right off Park Avenue, which is cool to have a library right downtown. That's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, traditionally what you do. But this build out is going to make it massive. Uh, I feel like there's going to be a gym. I can't remember. We're going to have a gym at the library. It's going to be like all the things in one. So, so my question is, <laughs> are they going to let me go into the library and check out a book, even though I don't live in Winter Park? It's not part of no. Oh. It's not part of the Orange County Public Library system, so you can't use your Orange Public. Your Orange, I know. I think I, you that's have how to it's show. always been. I don't. I mean, yeah. what's, the, what's the reasoning behind that? They just want to have their own library. I guess it's very, very but inclusive. It keeps a lot of people out out of it. That's fine if, if they're paying for it. It's true. You know, if it's but, city funded. But I've never been in that library because of that reason, though. You can use the stuff there. What am I going to read? Have. What am I going to read a whole book while I'm sitting there? <laughs> yeah. I, All right. Well, I was a Rollins student, and I would go there for reading research sometimes um, what were you researching <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing at Rollins? dirty pictures there you go. no I up was, swear words in nah, the dictionary probably i was an urbanist and they had some really cool stuff and they uh their archives department is legit yeah like, really cool local history stuff that are maybe the, even the orange county history center doesn't have yeah uh just because it's again just hyper focused on winter park uh so that's really cool that's adjay associates and hunt and brady uh associates they're two huge architecture firms they haven't sent out any renderings or no they were just named just appointed to they won the contract okay uh so we'll probably that'll probably take like a year that's oh it'll take longer than that right no Uh, not for like before it's built yes but just to see what it's going to look like no and then but the city this is interesting because the city people some people are really against it are really upset the about library? the oh, library. Well, they voted on this about a year ago, and they it passed. Right, but I think then they someone sued the city. Uh, some people what are, are just mad at. They're mad that it's moving. Okay, Winter Parkers don't like change, and they don't like something. They don't like big. 
and they don't like change. And this is both of the both of those things. It's also going into a park. It's acknowledging an area of Winter Park that a lot of Winter Parkers who have a say in how things are done don't like to acknowledge. Yeah. Uh, so it's 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 sketchy for a lot of people. Uh, but you know what? In the end, it's going to be an award-winning, super cool, new, modern community center slash library. Which we don't get a lot of sort of new, super cool buildings. I mean, the Dr. Phillips Center is right. a new, super cool building. Right. It's a civic building. Yeah. But um, there's very few that are awesome in Orlando. I'm really... It's cool. It adds to our architecture cool factor in Central Florida. We're not just theme parks. Uh I love that. So, so add it to our portfolio. So you think Rollins is going to buy or get the other? I do. There's a building? lot of people that say that that's actually what spurred this whole thing is because it's it, that footprint is already next to property that they own. Uh, SunTrust Garage, their like Holt building is right there. That's for their night programs. Uh, it's just, I don't know if anyone can use it because under the new codes, you need more parking than that provides. Okay. Uh, just based on square footage of the building, which is why that's why the city said, well, we need to move it. Ah, um, so what we'll would Rollins what do with it though? Would they keep it as a, I'd library? say they'd either tear it down, Oh, build something else or like expand Alphonse. I don't know. It's right there. It's right next to the Alphonse Inn. Oh yeah. No, it's a, yeah. it's a good piece of property right there. Right. Faces the lake. Uh, so yeah, interesting. That's something to watch. Uh, I'm really excited about it. Sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's my voice. I can't help it. Uh, other like city planning stuff. Uh, we had an Ask Bungalow column about Creative Village and the bicycle infrastructure. Is it going to open? It is going to open. It's going to open. Uh, I hope I hope they don't think I'm like fighting them with how much I talk about Creative Village. I just find it interesting. It's one of the biggest developments happening in Orlando. I'm excited in the for region. it. When it finally opens. When it finally opens. Um but someone's like, well, it's supposed to be Creative Village. It's supposed to be for kids, you know, students and pushing the boundaries. And this is a huge development where the Amway Arena used to be right, over in Paramore. Imploded it. It's rebranding Paramore. It's kind of, it was just contentious. Um, but they're like, well, how are people going to get around? And so we got our hands on the mobility plan, which we published on bungalore.com. Uh, not much for bikes. Really? Yeah. It's more like. On the right of way, which will just have like giant sidewalks that it'll just be mixed traffic. Uh, um, and then there's not much really leading to it. So hopefully that changes. They still have a number of years before all that's finished. It should all be bike friendly over there. Right? I mean, that's like the perfect time to do it. You're building it sort of from the ground up. Perfect time. Their, their steering committee was like, it's really up to the city about like that grid work is really up to the city about what they put in. It's not up to us. We're working with what we got. Uh, so city of Orlando, if you're listening, we, we want to see some better, more bikes, more bikes. It's right next to the links substation. It's right next to uh Sunrail, like all of this pedestrian stuff, but we also need some more bike stuff there too. We always need more bikes. Yeah. Hashtag more bikes. There you go. All right. We'll take a break. Take a break. See you guys when we come back. Miss Tour de Fat this Saturday at the Orlando Amphitheater. Jamestown Revival is headlining the music-filled day. Party starts at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. 
Tour de Fat Stop Benefits Orlando Makerspace Factor. Get your tickets now. Factor Labs. That's where we're recording right now. I said four o'clock at night just in case somebody wanted to show up in the morning. In the morning. I didn't want somebody lined up there to be like, hey, I thought this was supposed <laughs> to start at four o'clock. It's like 90s Orlando, right? When you could party all night. That's right. When we were 10 years old. <laughs> I, was, I remember those days. And I was not in Orlando. <laughs> you either, Brendan. Someone just did a... Uh, uh, not just did somebody released a documentary on the 90s club house scene yeah uh re-release it who was the director oh uh, i don't remember his name Louise. but real quick this is bungalower in the bus bungalow we in didn't the say bus. this right away but if you're just tuning in we talk about all things downtown orlando and all the cool parts of where we live and i'm brendan o'connor with bungalower.com there here with go. my buddy john Bustecker, the bus if you're if you're just learning this thank you thanks for tuning, thanks in. For tuning in thank you you can stick around all the rest of you you already know all yes yeah. hey y'all so uh, yeah this documentary yeah it's called remarkable it's actually a nod to uh dj mark remark i think was his old school name yeah mark schultz i, was I that? Started, i started to watch this i didn't have an hour to sit and watch it because it's a it's a full fledged documentary and it's old school nineties footage uh, following this DJ around downtown Orlando and they go into places like Firestone which had just opened when this started uh huh um Louis Schultz Louis Schultz he's the filmmaker and then Mark what's Mark's last name the DJ Mark Schneider 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 and yeah. Schultz it's a pretzel company. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's just really interesting. It was right around the same time that the city was brought down uh, the rave bill, this yeah. controversial bill that limited Orlando's liquor serving and nightclub hours to three o'clock, whereas previous you could go all night. That's crazy, and that I just That's can't even crazy. imagine. Um, so this was in 1997, the the rave ordinance as it's called, as you have on bungalow.com. Right. Rave ordinance. And, you know, Which I was, was in reaction to the state. The state was pushing in something, and then the cities, but they left it open that the cities could make their own rules governing it. So yeah. the city, I guess, was pushed by, uh, in the documentary, they're making it sound like it was religiously based. So that's, so I, I was 15 when this happened. I okay. live here in Orlando. You weren't even in America at this no. time. But from what I've heard, just, you know, on the streets, I'm not on the streets at all, but I've heard these stories about back in the 90s, then Mayor Glenda Hood. Right. I, I, I want to say part of this all came about was when, you know, these clubs were going on, people were going out, people were staying out all night, and then they'd go out on Saturday and then they wouldn't get done until 7, 8, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning the next day. And that's about when people start showing up for church in downtown Orlando. Okay. And so if you're at a club, you've been partying all night, and then all of a sudden it's light out and you come out, and then you have mom and grandma and dad, you know, walking to church at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, doesn't really sort of mesh well um, with this, all with right. All of this. And so there, I, I don't know if it was religiously based, like, you know, they were against the partying and the drinking. I think it was just like the interaction. Of, of those two people, cultures. Yeah, just getting out of clubs who had been dancing for 10 hours, and then you're coming to church. Well, that's the church. best time to convince them that they need Jesus. <laughs> you true. know, as soon yeah. as they're coming out all strung out. They were saying this this video, the documentary, they're saying it wasn't about drugs. And actually, there, it was interesting how by pushing people out of the clubs at three, 
you were pushing people to spaces that weren't monitored anymore uh-huh. uh, by bar people or people who had to uh, abide by liquor service laws and, and things like that. And so it was pushing these behaviors into areas where you couldn't monitor them anymore. Yeah. Uh, well, this is, I mean, this is a problem now. I mean, if you want to talk about it, I mean, sure. so, so obviously the, the curfew now is two curfew when you have to stop drinking, right? But that's when everybody gets out now. And so there's just like this crowd of people in downtown Orlando. And I know they talk about this all the time. Like, how do you solve, you know, the fights and the, and, and the police and all that. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you have, you know, thousands of people getting out at the exact same time, drinking at the same time. Right. And then they all clash on Orange Avenue. The, it was an interesting point brought up in the doc that how uh, all of a sudden now people have it's like a rush, you know, um, the race to the finish. You, you You only have until a certain point to get as drunk as you can. So they're just slamming back drinks and then two o'clock hits. And they have to go home. But, Whereas I mean, before, you, you could string it out. But you can make the argument that's how it is everywhere almost, isn't it? I mean, besides uh, Las Vegas and a few other I don't know. places. Like, like Parliament, for whatever reason. I'm not sure why, but they serve until 3. All right. Uh, Are you I don't sure? Know. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I maybe it's because it's a hotel. And maybe or it's a county thing. I don't know. County. I it, though. I wonder if that's why. Maybe. I don't know. They're in the city. Never mind. Parliament House is in the city. Yeah. Well, I hope I didn't just get them in trouble. You might have. Um, Way to go. Brendan O'Connor. <laughs> ruined it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, John Bustecker. <laughs> John Bustecker. But I don't know how you solve that. I mean, you're always, I mean, do you blame the clubs? I mean, the clubs are just there to make money. and, and Yeah, off of getting people, you know, really... They're not. You're not to be supposed to be overserved. But it's not a. But it's not just a problem unique to Orlando. I mean, every city. I mean, Miami has people that drink till late, and, and right. St. Petersburg. What does New Orleans do? Do they have a two o'clock? They have open. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are in New Orleans. I wonder if there's a cutoff head. time. But you can uh, open. But you have open in talks there where you can walk around with drinks. Same as Savannah, which right. I think they should do in Orlando. Uh, they're talked about. I it. think it'd be great. It'll be interesting to see now that Orlando's brought on this new. Actually, they must have hired somebody, but now they had opened up a search for a bar czar and a night manager for the downtown club scene yeah. to try and address some of those issues, you know, like uh, establishing hotspots for people on in car sharing systems, because right now you don't have that, or um, better lighting. What areas need to be better lit at night to make it safer for people who are walking home? I think one issue is everything's just so concentrated. Whereas it really is. You know, when you are in St. Petersburg, I mean, you've been to downtown St. Pete, right? Right. They have a lot of bars and stuff, but they're, they're, I don't want to say they're stretched out, but they're a little farther. Uh, Miami, I mean, there's bars everywhere. And so you're not just on South Beach. Or you're not just right there on the ocean. There's bars everywhere. Right. And we have a lot of bars in a very small Yeah. And everybody square. has to drive home. And right. I don't know. There's just there's a, there's a lot of different issues, I'd say, than some other cities. I was amazed when I came here from Canada. There's like ride programs all the time. Like people, the cops will pull you over and, and breathalyze you. Yeah. Everywhere. There's just like a grid. You in can't Orlando? Get, back in Canada. Uh-huh. And then when I came here, I was amazed by the amount of people that I saw drinking and driving. Really? It's like, you, it's expected here. Huh. It just happens. You know, or if I live near St. Matthew's Tavern and I see these people just pouring out of the bar, 
pouring themselves into their cars and then taking off. That's crazy. To me. Nothing happens. I'm just, I'm not the type of person that will do that. I've seen too many times, yeah. like friends of mine get pulled over and then they have DUIs. And right. Then, you know, for like four years, you can't like do anything. Your life is messed up. Yeah. Um, and it's all for like a $20 ride on Uber. Like, is it? We, need, we didn't have Uber back in the day, yeah. right? So Uber is so cheap and Lyft. There's just no reason to do that now. Totally. Anyway, super cool dog. <laughs> this is our PSA. This is our <laughs> PSA. Don't drink and drive, kids. All right. Watch me get one now in like a week and everybody will call me a hypocrite. Um <laughs> I but the know. documentary, it, it, besides it just showing like a culture, it also shows sort of a, uh, a a '90s version of Orlando, which is super interesting. You know, <laughs> like you see the city hall with nothing around it; uh-huh. it's just this standalone piece. And now, when you look downtown, it's completely different. Um, just so much more urban now. Uh, just really, really interesting look at people. I'm trying to see if there's anyone that I know uh, who's in there. Did oh. you ever see that? There's a video from. Todd, I think it's Todd Ulrich. He works at Channel Nine. I posted this a long time ago. He did a a, a news piece back in like probably eighty eight or eighty nine, and it was on the goth culture or something like that. <laughs> oh, no, and it was at a club on OBT that's no longer there. Okay, and a goth club. I, they had a goth night. Okay. Or like a new wave night or something like that. And and like people would come out dressed in black and all that. Yes. It was like on a Wednesday night. And so he went out and did this report. And it's really funny when you watch it. I can't think of the name of the, the bar off the top of my head. I'll have to pull it up. I know. Uh, yeah, it's something like confessions or something like that (laughs) the falcon in uh thornton park they do a goth night Uh like new wave well independent bar does an awesome goth night new wave dark wave yeah on saturdays the the best thing in orlando i've never been we need to go all right they play new order and depeche mode and duran duran i'll check it out it's a lot of fun we'll go dance the night away let's uh there's some cool art stuff opening up this weekend florida prize florida prize uh, if, if y'all don't know, it's like 10, right? 10 of the best artists I think it's 10. It's in a lot. Central Florida. I think it's all over Florida. Is it all Florida? It's a lot of Miamis, so yeah, I guess just we statewide. Don't we don't know anything. Statewide. Oh, Obama. We're just telling people, go here. It's on this day. It's, <laughs> it's 10 Florida-wide. We know. We know. I'll be assertive. 10 <laughs> Florida-wide uh, artists represented at orlando museum of art the opening is 7 p.m tonight yeah you're gonna miss it you've already missed it (laughs) (laughs) you got an hour you know stop listening to us and go see it yeah uh but it's gonna it'll be going on for a couple of months yeah i'll look it up here real quick and it's just super cool i it's always like cutting edge contemporary modern artists i love it we've actually done a preview on bungalore.com you can see who all of the artists are just type in florida prize uh, we attended the opening, and it was awesome. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, it was super cool. You got some footage. We'll yep. be sharing a video later. We'll get some of that up online here pretty soon. And uh, yeah, so Florida Prize. Actually, another art opening that just happened was at the Cornell uh, American Memorial. It's oh, by this guy, that. Patrick Martinez. And John, it is so good. Really? It's like neon signs, uh, mixed media. This guy did like ceramic birthday cakes. Really? For people who turned 25 in his neighborhood. Because that's like, that's a benchmark for people in like high risk areas in LA. Uh You just, if you reach 25, you're good. Really? You've made it. You didn't die. You didn't get in a gang like so it's just really deep really cool stuff 
uh, cutting edge, Patrick Martinez, American Memorial at the Cornell. Cornell is actually on the Rollins campus, and it's a free art museum. You don't have to pay cover to get in. I was there when they had, oh, what was the name? It was the Italian one they did. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. It was like these works that hadn't been seen in forever. And okay. Sort of the guy who painted them, he was lost to history. And then there was one guy who like searched out all these paintings all over the world. And wow. they showed it. They were amazing pieces. I can't remember the name of them. I the, love that stuff. Yeah, it was, a, it was a great exhibition. They've got quite the Warhol uh, collection at the Cornell. And I think actually one of my favorite ones they did was a stilt collection. It was an exhibit on stilts from across, around the world. And then they had stilt performers from like Africa come and they had a parade huh. and it was just super cool. Uh, th- their programming is always really interesting. They have like a queer collection of like queer artists. I can say that cause I'm, I'm gay. Yeah, I can't. Um, I'm not allowed. <laughs> they, they did like knitting. There was this like gay couple, huge beards and they have just been knitting for years. And it's this long tube <laughs> That they just keep knitting and adding to, and it was just so surreal. That's like weird. a couple of gay Rip Van Winkles <laughs> just knitting away, and uh, and just really, it just it's cool. Cutting I edge, not like a lot of people go. The weirder the better. Sometimes when it comes to yeah, I, tell, I like I like it when it's just strange. We need to turn up the strange dial and the Orlando culture scene right totally. now. Totally, even with Fringe, which just ended, I I'm I'm ready for it to like step it up and just be wacko. Yeah, not even like the the theater like the theater can be wacko, but right. like some of the art needs to be more wacko. The art definitely. We there should be performance art on the lawn. On lawn, there used to be really. Yeah, they've done that a few times on that. the stage, but now they're trying to gear towards like cool indie music and stuff. Just try to activate uh, that outdoor area. Okay, um, we'll see what happens. I just want something really weird, like somebody who sits there for two weeks straight and, you know, <laughs> stares at one of those 3D pictures or something like that. And that's their whole like performance. I wish there were 3D art murals. We could do that. Why and not? Like a magic eye mural. Yeah. You'd probably have to be super far away. I could never see them. No. No. It's because you don't have a soul, John. <laughs> you got to have a soul to see the magic I could never see those things. Oh, well. Maybe you, now that I have glasses, see the magic. it'll help. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you just did a great video. Thank you. I love it. I appreciate probably that. one of the best videos I've ever done. You've ever done ever. No, just keep getting better. Thanks. Uh, about Crystal Osborne. Yes. Yeah, so she runs a uh, hair salon called Zombie Head. Okay. Salon. I love it. It's over in Winter Park. Okay. It's on Gay Road. Gay Road. I've been there. Really? <laughs> I live there. They named it after you. <laughs> Thanks. <No>. <laughs> <laughs> so she has a salon there, and uh, she's she's all into zombies and horror movies and. She's just maybe maybe a little different than what you might expect. Uh, uh, her di- uh, her weird dials turned yeah, up. All yeah, right. but but it's fine because like some people they want to go to that. They want to have sure. a salon. She says this in the video. So I shot I shot some video. Turned out great. It's on Bungalow right now. It's on the Bungalow Facebook as well. Check it out. But uh, she does like crazy hair dyeing and and you can like watch neon like yeah. neon, and like that unicorn Any rainbow hairstyles and she'll make it ten colors if you want. I'm so sure. cool. But you can drink beer there and watch old horror movies. And, and get your hair did. All that stuff. But she also does regular stuff, too. Like Are you, you going to get your haircut get, there? I might. I think you I should. I do need a haircut. Well, you already have. John, if people don't know, has this shock of white. I do. His bangs. So that I've could, always had that. That could take some color. 
No, no. Make it pink. No, no. <laughs> no, all right. Maybe. All right. You don't have to. But anyway, the video's up online. It's done really well, and so it's just been uh, It was a fun time. Crystal's great, so go check her out. Crystal Osborne Zombie Head Salon. She also has jewelry, too. She does, and it's gross. Would you wear it? Uh, yeah. It's like eyeballs it. and... Like bulbous, weird, like pussy eyeballs. And, and skulls. Also and... called Zombie Head. Oh. Uh, on Etsy. You can go to Etsy.com, check it out, Zombie Head. Uh, you can't miss her head because she has fluorescent green right it's like a neon highlighter exactly exploded Exploded. (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i love what happens when we hang out we we say each other's words hey finish each other's sandwiches (laughs) uh so she's super cool there's another boutique that's opening but i don't want to talk about it okay then we're not gonna hipsters we're not gonna i call this shot i'm gonna talk about it they're hips there's this new shop opening up in most 50 and i called it a hipster friendly spot and they didn't like it how do you know it's hipster friendly? Because they're wearing like super hipstery like clothes. <laughs> so I put them in like a hipster you. box. You should know, right? I should know. Yeah. I'm not a hipster. Oh, that's what all hipsters say. Uh, yeah, maybe. Anyway, <laughs> new shop. Look it up. It's on our site if it's you want to look at it. It's going to be like a super cool shop and you're never going to get to go and in. And I don't get to go. And that's what I'm more sad about is that they're obviously cooler than I am. <laughs> they didn't, And they thought it was super uncool that I wrote about them. You it's just lame. ruin you ruin like the allure of their shop. Like, now people know where it's at. Right. Like a speakeasy yeah. boutique that closes in three like months because nobody as, knows as about it. As soon as you <laughs> talked about it, it's no longer cool. I anymore. think it's called a shop too, which is no way. So cool. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Was it have an E? Like no, okay. No. Just like whew, it's a shop. All right. <laughs> That's in most That's really the name of it? It's just a shop? I think so. I think it's a nod to there's a gallery that used to be shop? there called A Place Gallery. So okay. now A Place Gallery is gone, and now it's A Shop. Ah. Right? I might have made all that up. Okay. Uh, events, man. Sounds like a propagation. Propagation. Oh, I love propagation. <laughs> don't talk about, don't fight your Yelp people. Didn't love the Yelp nope. folks. <laughs> this this coffee shop that I loved, and one of the girls. Pretty shop. The cool co-owner shop. looked like Amy Winehouse. Great hair. Um. They were hipsters. They were, and they, they it was like a, coffee, a mid-century modern furniture shop combined with a coffee shop, and I loved it. I was there all the time. Oh, you the sunlight was the beautiful. Yeah, it was great. I just walk in, um, and some Yelp people didn't like it. They yeah. wrote about it, and those guys were like not playing, so they went on Yelp and fought back. Yeah, and it just like steamrolled. So, oh, so sad. Um, but that's the that's the world we live in today. It's true. Uh, events. So what's going on this weekend? Besides you know, Tour de Fat, we've talked about it. Big music day, fun fest at the Orlando Amphitheater. Florida Prize. Saturday. Saturday. Four o'clock. There's a lot happening this weekend. What's happening? Uh, but you know what? We had some complaints for oh. our podcast people that don't listen to it during the we weekend. Have listeners. So we I know, <laughs> This isn't just for us. Okay. We're not. My mom listens. Five minutes in the closet she with John and listen. Brendan. Um. <laughs> We're gonna. We. I've got some more. What would I do with the other four minutes? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking with you. Boom, boom. I'm just telling a story here. Uh, so we, we're gonna start going into events that happen during the week too. So I've got a so couple. So for people that can go out during the week, there are those people. I can't. Right. I got a job. Old man. All right. What's happening? Uh. Well, gay days. Is oh yeah. Which is huge. I covered a Gay Days event one time. Did you wear a red shirt? No. No, that's for people who don't know. I was working. All the all the gays are coming to Orlando this week, 
and they take over the parks at Disney. That's what it was all about. It was like visibility for the, the uh, gay agenda. Originally. And uh, you'd go to the parks and put on a red shirt and families would have to see that people exist that kiss people of the same sex. Yep. Uh, it's still happening. It's still like a minor part of this week-long circuit party, which is what it's evolved into now. Uh, tons of like hotels in that Disney corridor. We'll have uh, pool parties and sexy pool parties. Sexy pool parties, like <laughs> with barely any. It's like half Borat bathing suits, which you're like, how does that stay on? I don't know. Magic. I covered a drag queen fashion Disney show. Cool. Disney villains was the theme. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's gay days is happening, man. It was fun. You I got to go backstage. If you're not into it, don't wear red and don't go to the parks. That's all. That's all I gotta say. Stay in your house. Otherwise, if you wear get red? out and have fun. Uh, they're gonna you're think, not part of gay days. They'll think you're part of the part of the crew. All right. You'll get some winks. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> a little pinch on depending the on what you look like. Only if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, it does depend on what you look up. But there's something for everybody. It's true. Uh, counterculture. Have you heard about this? Uh. Uh-uh. It's no. I think it's somehow linked to downtown poorhouse. They're doing a rooftop party on one of the parking garages okay. right by the city hall counterculture that's 4 p.m you can get tickets in person for free at the downtown poorhouse which is right next to dapper duck downtown cool. uh the bourbon bacon brunch at world of beer it's 10 to noon 37 next liquor i'm getting tired i like bourbon bourbon we need a new thing those bourbon liquor reps are really doing their they good are. job and uh bacon Fat tire, we already talked about. I think meatloaf should be the next big thing. <laughs> right? I just like meatloaf. I love meatloaf. All right. Uh, love to brunch at Tapatoro. That's run by the Dinner Party Project. And the, our buddies, the Brunch Bros, are going to be there with Cheetos Vodka. Uh, that's 11 to 2. I think tickets are 50 bucks, but it, I think it's worth it. Uh, there's a hackathon for sustainability here at Factor. It's free. Cool. See ideas for us folks, right? Yeah, we love them. We raised money for them before. It's environmental solutions. So if you are like a local creative hacker, whatever, graphic designer, you can come and participate in this 24-hour challenge solving issues of sustainability and environmental stuff. Awesome. Uh, there's a deaf art show at the Orange Orange Studio in Mills 50, 10 bucks. Goes to cool local deaf causes at 6 to 9. Uh, Science Night Live Craft Beer Edition is at the Science Center, 16 bucks, 8 to 11.30. New Identity Show is also opening there. Uh, Loose Lips. Uh, 30 seconds. 30, 30, seconds. 30 seconds. Oh, my gosh. Loose Lips at Little Endies. That's a literary series. Bang, rack, pop up at Swine and Sons, 5 p.m. It's Thai food. And then uh, on the 6th, there's Finding Neverland at D-Pack. All right. I think we got it all. If we did get it all, it'll be on Bungalore.com. Check out Bungalore.com for all of this. More details. Thank you for tuning in. See you guys next week. Bye.